Welcome to the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast for Tuesday, the 6th of June, round 14. On today's episode, we review Brisbane's impressive performance in a win over the Sharks at PointsBet Stadium. We review the Raiders' thrilling win over the Tigers and the Storm get flogged by the Cowboys. We discuss which Broncos players could be next in line as injuries hit both origin camps and we finish it off with some mailbag. Okay, let's get into it. The veteran stood up, the origin players stood up, and the youth came through as well. That's an impressive win, built on defence. Broncos over the Sharks, 20 points to 12. Well, the Broncos back on top of this NRL... G'day, guys, and welcome to Broncos Unfiltered. My name is Shane. I'm here with my mate, Chris. And just like Mick Fanning, we fucking punched a shark in the nose. Chrissy, Chris, Chris, Chris. How are you going? Um, bloody fantastic, mate. Really, just like every like like every Queenslander on Thursday morning, <laughs> we woke with just a little pep in our step. And look, I promised Chris I wouldn't talk too much about Origin, but you know, this <laughs> straight into it. <laughs> So, we haven't even got to the one minute mark before we jump on just for, for those that do listen to this fucking shambles of a podcast um oh before we get on and record we shane and i jump on we have a chat for 10 15 minutes and just it's the only time we actually speak during the week and we we talk about how we're going to run through this and shane's like oh, i want to talk about it. i said mate it's a week ago it's got yeah yeah good point good point it, it is a week ago i won't talk about origin i'll just talk about origin when it comes up <laughs> Just organically comes up, or the yeah. fact that I bring it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty seconds in for fuck's sake. Sorry, oh, sorry, guys. So, so that, that's one. But going back to the sharks and Mick Fanning punching the them in the nose. Yes, so mate. Full time, twenty to twelve. Half time, fourteen points to six. Down at Shark Park or Points Bet Stadium. Yep. Uh, was it ever in doubt? Well, I mean, it, it would depend it would depend on how the origin players. I um, know uh, again, but how the origin players, uh, you know, who who turned up and and how they turned up as well. So injuries and so forth. I mean, Sharky's only had Nico Hines, um, and he only had twelve minutes, 12 minutes. in the game. Um, so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, the the sharks this year they're they're hot and cold. Um, so it, it just depends on what team turned up. I mean, it's a Saturday night, greasy conditions as well. Um, Adam Reynolds needed a fantastic kicking game, um, and he did. So, um, look, I always thought we were going to win. Uh, yeah. You know, I was very confident that we were going to win. More confident this week than than last week against the Warriors, that's for sure. So I was I was confident heading into the Sharks, and for me, it was the opening kickoff. Um, yep. Tony Staggs just taking the oh, opening yeah. hit up and just yep. like running 
as hard as he possibly could. He got to the 20-meter mark before anyone actually made contact with him. That's how hard he was running, yeah. how fast he was yeah. running. Uh, he, and that set was, the tone. That set the tone he, for the rest of the game. He did it a few times off the kickoff. Yeah. Uh, so in the Lunatic. commentary box, they uh, they alluded to the fact that maybe it was a tactic, but he he actually said after the game he just found himself in that position. So he's like, oh, fuck it, I'll have a go. You're, you're, you're playing right centre and the coach comes up to you and says, mate, I've got a new, I've got a new tactic for the weekend. Uh, off every kickoff, I want you to take the ball one off, be it Reynolds or Ma'am, and just run as hard as you can into the defensive line. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd like the coach if that was said. Yeah. <clears throat> Although it's Katoni Stagg, so... I mean, Carmichael Hunt used to do it, remember? He did used to do it. Yeah, he did. Of course Not he did. After the first, Only for for a couple of years uh, or maybe yeah. the first six months and then he he's realised, oh, shit, I'm not going to have a very long career if I keep no. doing this. No. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. It set the tone right from the start. Broncos looked fucking on. Now, yeah. I had a wedding on, a, and I, I said this to in the in our Facebook group. But I had a wedding on, and I told myself I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to do the live updates. I'm just going to watch it when I get home. Man, that was hard. That was really hard not to. to and I, I even thought about playing Ko on my phone. I thought, nah, 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 nah. That's that's not really that's not nice for the for the couple. Um, and we it was about. Nine o'clock, and my wife goes, "Oh, do you want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah, we we probably should go." And uh, so anyway, we got home about nine thirty. Chucked the footy on straight away. Was in bed at twelve because I watched the uh, I watched the Saturday. I watched the interviews after the chat. I was all in, <laughs> and then a replay of Origin. No, that was in the morning. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Thursday morning, I wake up at six, wake my son up. We came down, watched the replay. My wife walked down, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she knew what she was getting herself into. She did. She oh, did. Uh, maybe she didn't realize how deep it got. <laughs> no. It's getting deeper, too, because there's two of us now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Impressive results all round um, yeah. by the Broncos. There, there were quite a few comments actually on our uh, on the Facebook page saying that it was. I think it was one comment. Sean said it was probably the smartest Broncos performance he's seen since the Panthers in round one, and have to agree with it. They just played. They played simple. Well, it actually wasn't. Well, it was. It was a simple game plan. They were just going to bust them up the middle. But at mm. any opportunity, if they if there were numbers, they were going to let it go. Um, and they, they backed themselves. And I remember we spoke about this a few weeks ago. And I made the comment, they Reese Walsh coughed the ball up a couple of times, 35, 40 metres out from the line, and made the comment, you know, we need to be able to earn the rights and whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, just keep fucking doing it. Because... Mm. That's how you've played the whole year. You've scored tries off the back of it. Okay, this game didn't come off, but they've they've done it again. They scored that try. Uh, it was, I think it was the second try, Ezra Mam, um, yep. from running it from from ten meters out from their line, 
Um, so Walsh goes into dummy half, throws a 20-meter pass cutting out two players um, to Ezra Mam, who then throws another 20-meter cutout pass. All this is going on 10 meters out from the line. Ball bounces, Oates picks a ball up, runs 50 meters downfield, perfectly placed kick for Ezra, Ezra Mam, who scoops yep. the ball up and scores. But did yep. you see – I don't know if you saw the replay – so Reese Walsh was acting half and through the first pass. Yep. And he was five meters on the five, ten meters on the right hand side of the post. Who was supporting Ezra Mam when Ezra Mam scored the try? Glenn Lazarus. Oh right, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so those two players. <laughs> so Reese Walsh and Ezra Mam yep. throw the passes and both of them are streaking up the center of the field in support. One picks up the kick and the other one's there just in case he needs him. Mm-hmm. And that was that for me was one of the plays of the game. They also have that they have just such a great understanding of each other as well. Yeah. Like uh, apparently they great mates off the field. But they just yeah. every every time they just sort of they just sort of know where know each other's games inside and out. And they've only played well this is what 6 months play together unless they play together as juniors i, I don't know oh, i don't maybe, know maybe maybe coming through who knows but um yeah look uh they, they're obviously enjoying their football how good was it though to see big cory oates first game back yeah. streaking down that left hand uh touchline he pinned the ears yeah. back and he got made a good 50 meters up the field can i say he's not He's not the fastest swinger. He's not the most gifted. Uh, he's not the most coordinated. He looks like a baby deer running, but still, he makes each stride is like four and a half meters, seventeen meters each stride. It just looks. He didn't look at it. He he looked match fit. He looked man. He was so good, so good. So, is is he auditioning for a, a spot on the? On the wing, for origin. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nah. Unless there's no. injuries, but yeah, you have to go with Chulagi. I mean, he saved two tries. He did. He did. I know this is an origin. I know. I know. Three times in ten minutes. Okay, um, let, let, let me pull it back because I've got some stats. Go on. Stats that uh, which. We shouldn't have we well these stats we shouldn't have won the game. Uh, Sharkies had two thousand three hundred ninety four meters compared to our just under two thousand. They had fifty more runs than we did, more offloads, um, more uh, more tackles. We made more tackles than they did. However, where what we what really turned up turned the game. Was Renault's kicking game? His kicking game—that—that's really what we missed when when he was when he was off for a couple of weeks. We really missed his kicking game. His long, long, long kicks, um, and he's just his little his little kicks, the bombs, his shit grabbers. Uh, sh- <laughs> We're gonna have to go back, and you will see. I didn't say shit grabbers. I said too many. <laughs> But uh, we, his Too kicking many game, shit his kicking game is is what has let let us uh, 
you know, back into games so often, you know, and uh, our defense was, again, we talked about last week and the the weeks before, the scrambling defense, man, so good. Um, In the first half, Nico Hines cut us to pieces on the on the on the edge. He was he was fucking fantastic, and it was only our scrambling defense. You know, they scored one try in the first in the first half. They had so much possession, so much field possession, uh, position, and we just kept turning up, just kept turning up. Um, it was yeah, I, so proud of the boys, so proud. And the second half, I knew we were going to win after the first half. I knew even if we didn't score those two tries, I knew our defense was just rock solid. Do you know how I knew that? That's exactly what happened in Origin. <laughs> the second half, that, I knew we were going to win. The you you just mentioned um, the the defense the in mm. the first half. So it was it was ten six for. Um. Well, it was it was six all? Sorry, six four. Uh, for the for the best part of half an hour, and then Brisbane scored, and then mm. Brisbane scored again two minutes out from half time. Yeah, and it was that scrambling defence that kept us in the game until the last five ten minutes of that second half, and then we go into the sheds. Um, what fourteen points to six up, and. Probably did we deserve to be eight points up against them? Well, I think we did because we we defended well. We defended yep. well and we, we took our opportunities. And when, when you look at the opportunities, we didn't have that many opportunities. Like the two tries that we scored were off the back of jo- Jordan Rickey um, blocking a kick and running 90 metres downfield. Um, yep. Katoni Staggs picks up the ball acting half and scores a try and then Corey Oates the Ezra Mam try that we've just spoken about. So two of them, are they against the run of play? Maybe. Um, but we still go into the Sheds 14-6 up, um, well, which I, was huge. I, well, I'll tell you on that the try by Katoni Staggs, if the, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would, I would say 99% – we are scrambling to, to make that tackle. Yeah. You know, Katoni Sex shoots out, shoots out, which is, you know, they, they talk about eyes up footy. Uh, you know, he saw the two two markers going to the left, so he shot to the right and uh, scored the try. So, but I would say Broncos Broncos would have would have stopped a that sort of try. Well, the way so, they've been defending the last couple of weeks, you, you would, yeah, yeah, for, for you'd, sure, you'd put money on it. That run though by Jordan Ricky, so mm. he's he's gone down the field. He's gone from the um, from the ten meter mark all the way down the field. So Moylan gave up. Oh, he, I, he's, yeah, he's given up and just gone. I'm not nah. catching him. The yeah. only person that was going to get close to Jordan Ricky was Will Kennedy. Mm. Will Kennedy caught him at the 30-meter mark and dragged him down at the 10-meter mark. So Ricky's yeah. fought with him for 20 yeah. meters, yeah. Like, yeah. like go away, swatting a fly away, <laughs> and he eventually brought him down. And then yeah. Katoni Staggs picks it up, goes from acting half. Watching Jordan Ricky, did you have a full chub going on? I love Jordan. We just Ricky like so fucking much. Jordan Ricky. Yeah, I love Jordan Ricky so much. 
and yep. it was reward. Uh, yep. I've given him points anyway the last couple of weeks, <laughs> but that that performance on Saturday afternoon, it was like reward for all that effort over mm. over the last few weeks. Um, definitely, definitely, he just and had an abs- he had an absolute blinder. And a lot of commentators, uh, podcasts uh, as well, they are now starting to sing the praise of Jordan Ricky. And I'm like, guys, you're 10 weeks too late because Chris is already – Chris Been is loving him. He's he's all over him like a shit on a blanket, as I like to say. So, all yeah, look, all over it. Uh, Jordan Ricky had a – as you said, uh, you know, his, his kick chase – uh, his involvement in the game, he just he's just there. I tell you yeah. who else is always there. Lindsay Collins. What a catch. What a catch turn score pass to uh, it was to Cameron Munster. Yeah, Cameron Munster, yeah. Yeah. What a what a try. Can, can we talk about Jesse Arthur's? Mm-mm. Um so Jesse Arthur's scores one, has one try disallowed. Uh, I think we've spoken a few times now around how he, when he scores, it's no emotion, no reaction. He's like, yeah, it's my fucking job. I scored the try. Of course, <laughs> that's what you pay me for. And he just walks back. So on Saturday afternoon or Saturday night, he – he cops a hit to the head, scores that try, walks back, all nonchalant. Yeah, I scored it. And then about 10 minutes later, he there was the Arthur's no try. Mm, so yeah. I'm never believing anything that Jesse Arthur's ever says because for every single try that he scored, he's like, yeah, I scored it. His no try, he celebrated more yep. for his yep. no try than what he did for any other try. And he's actually tried to sell it as the try. Yep. I'd love to play poker with him because if if he if he's got a, a pair of he's if he's got a three and a, and a six and he's like yeah fuck yeah I'm on then he's got shit then I know he's got nothing but if he's just like nice and calm he's got a he's got a pocket aces so I'd love to play with him poker I'd love to play, love to poker play with him. him. I mean, he's got the moustache, but and the Mexican mouth guard, which we still don't know. Nobody's still on don't board. Know. It's we still it's don't a, know. It's a mystery wrapped in a mouth guard. We still now, don't know. Maybe maybe we re- just reach out to him. I'm sure he we listens. Uh we'll just assume. Yeah, we'll just assume yeah. the the whole Bronco squad's listening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I'm sure they love spending. Their free time, listening to f- a couple of fucking knobs, <laughs> criticizing them, <laughs> and pulling apart their games, yeah, like a couple of fucking couch potato wankers. <laughs> yep, that's all of them um, are listening. Is that our new? Is that our new tagline? A couple one? of couch potato wankers dissecting <laughs> the Broncos game. <laughs> no, all right. No. You need to stop. Uh, hashtag movements, by the way. Hmm. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, 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 hang on. Mulitano, are we going to mm. talk about this? 
the um, was it Militano, the the swats the ball away in midair from the kick, uh, oh, yeah. and then takes out then takes out the player. Yeah. So interestingly, it came up, and I copped. Well, I didn't cop a, a spray. There was a couple of comments that that came our way around. Uh, didn't have eyes for the ball. Is that a penalty? I may have seen that. Yeah, yeah I may have liked it a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's not a penalty at all. Oh, uh, here because, we go. Oh, here we go. He. The key difference here is. He took ball before he took player. Mm-hmm. Reese Walsh, when he didn't have eyes for the ball, clattered into the player, still didn't have eyes for the ball. After he's clattered the player, he then turns and gets the ball. Uh-huh. So, so are we, why are we going back to two or three weeks ago, mate? No need because to. Because I'm, I'm talking about the instance on, uh, on Saturday afternoon. Let Saturday it go. Night. Of course that's not uh, a penalty uh, against Reese Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was, so that was number one. That was number one uh, of, of questionable decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping it real. My uh, other uh, questionable uh, decision, my other questionable decision was on the Militano no try. Mm. So Reese Walsh coming coming across in cover has hit him. Do now me. I'm not saying just don't, don't, don't. Uh, I'm ready to hold I'm up. ready to go. Hold up. I'm ready to hold explode. Now I've watched it a dozen times. And I was surprised. I'm not saying it was a penalty. I'm not saying it was head high contact. I'm not saying you should have gone into the bin. That's not what I'm saying. I'm surprised that more wasn't made of it live on the night by commentators, bunker, referee, all involved. I'm do, genuinely do you know surprised given because there was nothing wrong with it. 100%. That is the reason. Because <laughs> it's a fucking tackle and this is fucking rugby league. Yeah, except he hit him in the head, and I'm actually going to say it was high contact, and I'm surprised it wasn't a penalty, and was it a potential shoulder? (laughs) Okay, this is is a Brisbane Broncos podcast, mate. Yeah, I get it, but it kind of brings me to, well, we'll talk about it after. No, we'll talk about it now. No, 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 we'll talk about it now. I went on a massive rant a few weeks ago about referees and I've I've been firm on this that a referee never costs a game and I won't bash up the referees and I don't actually have an issue with the referee that refereed the game on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I kind of do. Uh, well, yeah, no, by extension, I actually do. But again, my question is, why is Todd Smith – Refereeing, so he refereed Brisbane versus Melbourne at the time. It was one v four in not really many other games of the weekend of that stature. So Broncos versus Sharks, one v five maybe um, at Shark Park on a Saturday night. Why is Todd Smith refereeing that game? Okay, are, are you saying why is he refereeing another Broncos game straight after it, or? Or a, I think at this point, 
yeah, I think at this point the Broncos are clearly um, one, two, or three on the ladder, yep. right? Yep. Top yep. three teams in the comp. Um, the Broncos should be getting, as should the other top teams, the best referees every single week. Todd Smith isn't in the top three referees running around in the NRL. Um, um, okay. Can't possibly be. Can't possibly okay. be. So, so, so my so, question so hold is: on, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why should the better referees uh, adjudicate the better games? Wouldn't it? Well, well, well shouldn't, it be, shouldn't, it, shouldn't it be just a lottery? Are you joking me? Are you actually joking me? So they just pull a name out of a fucking hat for the grand final? Did Jared Sutton? No, no, he, no. Jared Sutton. Well, hold up. No, no, no. By your rationale, Jared Sutton is no, the luckiest prick. Is the luckiest prick running around <laughs> at the moment because his name keeps getting drawn out of a fucking hat. What about Ashley for Klein? Each of the last, well, him and Ashley Klein, the two luckiest pricks on the planet, their names keep getting drawn out of a hat for state of origin. What happened to Chicken Legs? Where's Chicken Legs gone? Hold up. No, let's wind it back. Let's wind it back. Absolutely, I'm saying that the better team should be getting the better matchups or the best, best matchups. And probably, therefore, the better teams okay. should be getting the best referees. Best referee and best bunker? Is it the same sure. bunker each time? I, I haven't gone that deep. Mm. But well, maybe you should. My, my the question bunker, is... The bunker makes a lot, of, lot more decisions, a lot more crucial decisions than the referee, you could say. Right. So maybe we should be looking to the bunker. Bunker. Uh, I mean, what? So if you've if you've got a bunker and a referee that have similar opinions, is that a is that a better fit than a bunker and a referee that have differing opinions? I just want the best fucking referees. No, uh, well. We got I don't. Some, I'm not asking. I don't care about. We got some absolute their, fucking trash ones, mate. So, <laughs> yeah. I, well, uh, exactly. So th 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 this is my point, right? I don't understand why we keep on getting. Not keep on getting, and we've had him twice this year. But we should. We should. Be, Jared Sutton did Tigers versus Raiders. Now that ended up being an absolute belter of a game, but Jared Sutton did. Uh, Tigers versus Raiders, Grant Atkins, Warriors, Dolphins, uh, Ashley Klein, Roosters, Bulldogs, and Chris Sutton, Panthers, Dragons. Is there not oh, – is Broncos, Sharks not a better matchup than two or three of those games? Um, well, of course anyway. it is, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean – Referees maybe only going to get better if they're adjudicating better games. So if you're a shit referee, then you're adjudicating the shitter games. It, how can you develop as a? I'm just giving the the a different view. I get it. 
how can you get how can you progress how can you get better as a referee if you're continually adjudicating uh shittier games with shittier teams <laughs> right and why is it fair that Ashley Klein Jared Sutton get the better best referee. better games well, how are the other the, guys going to get better? Just fundamentally a better ref. Well, how did how did Ashley Klein and Jared Sutton get better? Just by being better, and by making better decisions in the heat of the moment in those lower games, and then so, getting opportunities and then performing under pressure on the bigger stages. It would be interesting um, to find out how the referees uh, are, yeah, how they're chosen, and uh, especially the bunker. That's interesting. Bunker and referee, do they do they have a relationship beforehand? Do they know each other? Like, do they have a have? Well, when's they... Abdo coming on? When's Abdo? I'm not, wasn't, I'm not doing coming, the accent. On? Okay, I'm not is doing the accent for sixty on? minutes. Is, is he coming on? <laughs> Look, let me let me reach out. We need to get him on at some point. We need to get let, him on at some. Let point. Let me reach Abdo. out and, and I'll, all Volanders. All Volanders. I mean, obviously, you know, I know Gordon Tallis, so. Well, uh, a few people have pointed that out. You should tell that Uber story again. <laughs> it's not Uber. <laughs> it's Diddy. Diddy. Diddy, yeah. Diddy, sorry. Sorry. I think it's gone sorry. bust. A- anyway, that, that's my that's my referee uh, Todd Smith rant. <laughs> Actually, right. he wasn't. He was all right. He I just don't right. like him. I just He's just not confident in his decision-making. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um, now back to origin. Now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got from this game? What else have we um, got? Well, we have, of course, one of the. No, I got nothing else. Uh, it was it, like it was a great win. It. Um, a lot of uh, they're two they're two so back to back wins in wins that maybe we could have lost. Hundred um, you know, percent, we could have with lost. Origin and and whatever has has come uh, both away games and you look at. I know this is referencing Origin again, but Broncos went to New Zealand last week, came back to Brisbane. Uh, a few of the guys, or like five of them. Went to Adelaide for a few days, came back, back to Sydney, and played a game. So, yeah. as much as as much as um, you know, as much as the the the, the they talk about the actual game. Did the Origin players? Pra- I was talking, but yeah, no, you, you go for it. Yeah, you go for it. Hang on, did the Origin players go to New Zealand? No. Because there, there were quite a few of the Origin players watching their team play. Maybe New Zealand was a bridge too far for, Maybe for the Broncos. Yep. Yeah, Which really I actually good. found interesting. I found interesting that there were like Trell was at the Rabbitohs game. Uh, so was Cam Murray. There were quite a few of the other players sit, sitting in the boxes while the game was on. It, I mm-hmm. found that actually quite interesting that they'd released them for the weekend so they could go back and – be around the teams and watch the games. I don't think I'd noticed that before. They may have always done it. I just don't think I'd ever noticed it before. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd noticed it before. Yeah, it, it's a lot of the Sydney Sydney teams that do it. If it was a Bronco, it, 
Broncos players will do it if the, if their Broncos are playing in Brisbane, for sure. Um, yeah. But I don't know if if I'm running a camp, if I'm running an Origin camp, I fucking can't leave. Sorry, guys. This is this is Origin, especially Sorry. you, Appy Coruscant. Happy. Not only I, not only are you not not leaving, but guess what, mate? You're bunking with me. Happy. Yeah. I don't want you see to see you having cans <laughs> with Robbie Farrow on the hill. Yeah, no, uh, and no horses. Remember, like twenty years ago, Robbie Kearns. Robbie Kearns. Yeah, slipped the horse. <laughs> yeah, dumb. Yeah, going back to your comment though about two games that we probably could have tripped up on. Yeah. Uh even more so given that we we'd lost the previous two. Yeah. Um yep. against against Pen, uh, Penrith and, and Melbourne. Mm. Um so not that we were down on confidence because I still think that um we could take quite a bit away out of those yeah. two games. Yeah. Um, both of the games against the Storm and the Panthers, which was good and it was pleasing to see rolling into the Warriors game but then turning up and, and putting um, – and I think – I asked the question right at the start of this, was it ever in doubt? Um, I don't really think the second half, once we got through that first half, I don't really think it was in doubt there um, through the second half. Definitely, we we, what, we always nah. had it covered. I don't think we've. I don't think we lack, lack confidence. I, and I think a lot of that is Reese Walsh. You know, his his say. swagger. He's just. To be honest, Adam Reynolds has been a godsend for us. Hundred percent. I mean, we couldn't win the games without Adam Reynolds. But this year, Reese Walsh has just brought. He's brought. Fucking confidence to the Broncos. A- am I the only one thinking that? Are you, are you you're agreeing? He's, he's got a, uh, he's I got think a he's swagger. Got in space. Oh. Well, put it this way, um, or ask yourself this question. All right. Are you are you walking are you walking to the side of the field after a game, pulling your football shorts off? Handing them to someone and then standing there for the next fifteen minutes taking selfies with fans in your uh, in your pink um, with your dick uh, just, sports briefs. Just your dick just just, just out. Just there. Yeah. <laughs> just on a cold like, Saturday I, I don't, night. Yeah. I, I'm thinking. I don't know this because I've never been put in that situation, but I'm thinking. You'd need to have some confidence to be able to do that. Yeah, uh, a little think, bit of self confidence. I think I think he's doing well. I, I think he's and okay. The, the funniest thing is, I think it was Carrigan started um, throwing shade at him when he was getting interviewed immediately after the game, and I thought to myself, we were given we were going on about. Uh, Carrigan at the beginning of the year pulling his shirt off at every opportunity with the rig that he's got. And now all of a sudden, um, Reese Walsh has taken a bit of the limelight. So Carrigan's throwing his toys out of the cot, yeah, yeah, throwing yeah, shade yeah. at the spine players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, look, 
They're a different team with him. They are a different team. And and I don't want to get back to Origin, but you can definitely see why Billy Slater has so much faith in in Reese Walsh. Well, I I don't think we'll actually and I hope it rolls out like this. The next six weeks could um, shape the next five, and this is probably an over exaggeration, but shape the next five, ten years of the Broncos with Reese Walsh. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> this may be an over exaggeration. <laughs> so. But listen to this. Reese Walsh is 20, right? He's 20. He's learning from the best fullback that's ever played the game for the next six weeks. He's getting one-to-one tuition, if you will, from Billy Slater. He's rolling out it. And then on top of that coaching, he gets to play Origin with all these other elite players. Mm -hmm. I... How often do you see players go into origin camp, then come out, and then just take their game up another level yep. when they get back to clubland? Well, Patrick Carrigan did did that exactly last year. I mean, he was until, good last year. Until the hip drop. Yeah, until the hip drop, yeah. But um, – and then this year, I mean, he's carried on. And he's carried getting on. Even, even better. Uh, Payne Haas, you could say the same. He's better this so year. So is it an off. overreaction? Is it an overreaction to say for the, five, for the next five to ten years? Well, well, he's twenty. I know. I, I, hey, man, I'm there with you, baby. I'm there with you. <laughs> Didn't sound like it before. Oh uh, shit! I haven't laughed like that for a while. Uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about from the game, and I, there's a couple of things I was going to say it right at the start. There are two stadiums that I hate watching football at on TV. Two stadiums that I hate watching football at every single time. Can I have a guess? Um, go on. Campbelltown. No. No, no I don't know. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, Shark Park. Shark mm-hmm. Park's one of them. Yeah, well, Shark Park's one of them. And uh, Penrith, Blue Bet, is, oh, yeah. uh, is, is, is the other stadium. I just hate it. I hate – I don't know if it's the camera angle coming down. Uh, I don't know if it's the lights. It always seems really dark. When they're playing under lights, I don't know what it is. Anyway, that field the other night, I was already going, oh, fuck, Shark Park. I can't believe I've got to sit through watching a game of football at Shark Park. And then I turned the TV off. And I don't think, I don't think, let me find it. I don't think um, Wing Commander could have, um, could have said it better when he asked the question, uh, was the person that painted the numbers on or no, which meth head painted the numbers on <laughs> at, yeah. at Shark Park? And I just – it was so distracting. Okay, did, it, can, did it just piss down with rain for 12 it, hours before and immediately after they painted the numbers on? Well, it, well, it must have because Nico Hines had wet hair the whole, the whole time. But uh, I will throw up a third one for you. Go on. Darwin. There was a T.O. Stadium. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Can't. Yeah. That's that's the worst. Yeah. Every pass looks forward. Every pass, right. Every pass. <laughs> that's against the Eels. Every pass does look yeah. forward. There were 47 yeah. passes. 
forward passes in the first 15 minutes. Um, are we- so, yeah, anyway, but who was the meth head who line marked the field? Wing Commander. I don't know. Wing I don't Commander. Know. It was, uh, but- Brett Stewart. <laughs> oh, no, he's cokehead. Sorry. Now, um- <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. That's what I said. Allegedly. 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 Well, I think he did actually. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Uh, you go. Oh, actually, let me before that. Piakura. Yes, he had a fucking great game. He, he did have a very good had, game. That was his breakout game for me last week yeah. against the Warriors. He was okay, uh, but this week, wow, really, yeah, really came forward. And um, why, why wasn't Jensen playing? Uh, I don't know. It's really strange, uh, unless unless they're. Uh, I mean, it's a long season. Are they are they resting? Is is Marty Alpau going to have a um, a rest at some stage? Or I don't I don't think it can't be rest. You're not resting Corey Jensen against the Sharks in the week of Origin. Mm. Uh, that that seems seems a bit crazy to me. Well, this is the Broncos. Um, uh, we've done some dumb shit before. Yeah, it's not it's not said it's not New South Wales uh, selection choice dumb shit, but. It's getting close now. Uh, my three, two, one. Can he I was go? actually he was just left out. He was he was straight up left out. Corey Jensen unlucky unlucky to miss out on a spot in the seventeen in a reflection of the squad's strong depth in twenty twenty three. But he's that been, surprises me. Very he's been playing so well. Well, I think I, I gave him a point last week. Yeah. Look, look. I have a weekly catch up with Kevy and uh, a couple of boys. Uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll mention he it. Thinks my points touched yet? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where that was going? Evidently. Anyway, go on. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Katoni uh, Stags gets my three because wow, what a game! And yeah, a lot of people have, have suggested. Uh, he has a he, he may get a shot in in uh, Origin for New South Wales, but please, I mean, as good as Katoni Staggs is, you've got Latrell Mitchell, Tommy Turbo, and Stephen Crichton. Um, no, uh, I'd love Katoni Staggs to play, but on the other hand, I don't want him to play for for New South Wales. So it, I, I, can't, I can't see him. Anyway, I know it's another Origin reference. <laughs> Two, Corey Oates. Corey Oates. We talked about him before. Fantastic. And one, Billy Walters. He gets my one. Wow. I know. I, I, I didn't want to tell you before, but he had a no. cracker of a game. He did have a good game. Do you know what's and funny? I'm, watching, I'm and actually I'm, just reading. I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh fuck, he's actually playing really well. I'm like, oh no. But also, I was really proud of him. It's it's a, it's a strange actually, feeling. I wanted to hook him, but we, keep him out there. We had quite a few people that were somewhat attached to um to the three two one for this week. Uh, so there were shouts for Jordan Ricky, man of the match. Uh, there was Katoni Stags needs to get a point. Yep. And then someone's actually said, 
Who's this, Daniel? And I was just reading it as you were giving your points. I wonder if they can swallow their pride and at least give Billy Walters a point. That's from Daniel McDonald. Wow. There you go. Shane's actually giving him a point. I, I'm the biggest Shane's giving him, him a point. Obviously, apart from my son, but uh, look, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was talking to my dad today about that, and I, and I said, look, if he keeps playing like that and, and committing, committing like he hate, you know, he he's not your traditional hooker, but geez, he tries hard, um, and I, and I, you know, I do knock him a, a lot, um, you know, the, the nepotism with his dad and whatever, and would we, would he, would the Broncos have picked him if it wasn't for Kevy Walters? Probably not. Um, um, did we throw him a lifeline? Maybe from the Tigers, uh, but yeah, look, he has been playing better each week, and he has kept uh, uh, um, Corey Pakes out of you know the game for a lot more of it. So, and actually, interestingly, after the game, they interviewed uh, Cor- uh, uh, Billy Walters, and he said. The, the tactic has changed and they're going to keep Billy Walters as long as Billy Walters can stay on and then they'll bring Corey Pakes in. Wow. So that, that's, a, that's a new that, tactic. That's interesting. But I – That's interesting. It, I, I think it would depend on the context of the game and where, where what, what the points are, where, where the game is heading and that sort of thing. But mm. look, it's, 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 it's working. Um. The only problem is Corey Pax isn't getting a lot of time and he's not getting enough a, a lot of the combinations. But I don't – He's he, we, we keep talking about it and I, I, I don't think he deserves more time. Um, the time that he's had, the opportunities he's had, I just don't think he's actually grabbed it. I don't mm. think he's he's made the most of it. And – You've you've even got to start questioning if 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 we go on another six seven weeks right and Billy Walters is he's always putting in 60, 65 minutes a game he was up around fifty seven this week if he if he's up to sixty five minutes a game seventy minutes a game um do you play someone else at fourteen I I tell you well this is <laughs> do you know who was eighteenth player Tristan Saylor yeah. Yeah. So does he come uh, in? It's 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 going to be interesting. In? And as a role similar, similar to Nico Hines at the Melbourne Storm, maybe not Nico Hines. Maybe but at the Origin. Fucking I, I can't. I just can't see them using up a bench space for Corey yeah. Pakes for twenty minutes off the bench. Yep. And it's not really an impact. It's not it's not that coming out and breaking a game open. All he's kind of doing is giving Billy a rest. Like that that that's what the strategy is at the moment. Throw him on to give Billy a rest. I don't actually know if he brings anything yep. different. Hundred percent or to, to, to the game. You know who can play hooker is Kobe Hetherington, as we as we were Kobe talking about last week or all the week before. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, does so then does Tristan Saylor get a get, get a roving uh, license to just see see what's going on? Maybe 
it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next well we've got another mm-hmm. five weeks through origin period it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens through then so well i've got my three two one uh daniel I- i'm sorry to say but shane's going to be the only person giving um, <laughs> billy walters a point uh i've gone stags three points yeah. that 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 for me is the best game that he's played in a Broncos jersey for a long time. Mm. Um, and we, we spoke about it at the top. Uh, it was from the opening kickoff, his run, and then five minutes later into acting half and, and busting over the line. But he was busy again. He was making tackles. Um, he was cutting people down. He did miss a couple of tackles, but the tackles that he, the tackles that he affected were – scrambling tackles needed to be there or potential trial line break. Mm, um, yep. So so he gets he gets three points. Uh, I've got Jordan Ricky for two points. I know I've got this massive love affair going <laughs> on with uh, Jordan Ricky at the moment, but uh, if ever there was a game where he deserved the points, I think yeah. that was it. He ran for over 200 metres, 39 tackles without a miss. Um, he put in 10 hit-ups, so his role did change a little bit because he's not usually making those numbers from a hit-up point of view. Um, played a little bit closer to the ruck but was still effective, um, so I really liked it. And, and – Yeah. Go on. Go on. I was going to say, can I pick your number one? Go on. Oh. Corey Eights. Yes. yes. <laughs> the baby giraffe. Corey Yates. Uh, and for no other reason than I love him. And I don't care. I say it every time. But he was awesome. Um, for someone just to drop back into the game, uh, into the team, he's played, what, five games this year? Six games? Um, he's had a couple of stints out with injury, comes back into the team, wearing the number 22, like he wasn't gone, um, and just reward for effort again. He just puts in, and I love him. Yeah. I absolutely love him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you, you had two full chubs going at the same time. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, he so that's great. the Broncos game. So what <clears> – <throat> unfortunately, Corey uh, – sorry, um, uh, Cobbo comes back in. Yeah. And then we lose Jesse Arthurs again. We do. We do. But that's okay. That's okay. Mm. God, it's harsh. You lose Jesse Arthurs. Yeah. Well, it is, but. I don't know. He doesn't come back into the team. It's like, it's like when New South Wales are talking about, you know, Stephen Crichton was the, the, their best player. Oh, here we go. Origin year. again. Come and on, got, mate. Just sell that. <laughs> and you've got Latrell Mitchell coming back from injury and people are like, oh, well, but what do you do for Crichton? With Crichton? Well, he yeah. misses out, yeah. doesn't Sorry, he? Unless you've he got buzzed. Latrell Mitchell coming back. <laughs> So keep just him. <laughs> Sometimes that's just the way it happens. Just, just is. Yeah, I mean, everybody gets their time, and uh, Jesse Arthur's obviously will. You know, with it, with it next year, he he. I mean, he's going to take one of the positions, right? I mean, he he surely Jesse Arthur's comes on because he is a centre for Herbie. 
Jesse Arthur's is a centre, not a winger. Well, you yeah. Know. So but he has to just come straight into the team. Yeah, for has sure. to. Um, are we Sorry. putting a bow in that uh, that game there, buddy? I think we're done. Yeah, oh, I think we're a- done on that game. So proud of the boys. So proud. Great win. Great win. Yeah. Now next week it we've got the we've got the Knights. Knights at home. We do. What, yeah. What are, what are we paying? Ninety five cents. I don't know. <laughs> it, uh, I'm actually going to the game, so it's a five thirty kickoff on a Saturday afternoon. Perfect. Such a good time. Such a great time. Because we'll all twenty five, all twenty five, twelve and a half start that long, that that far out yeah. is it? Okay, nah, it should be good. It should be good. But uh, now, what what uh, what other games have you? Are we we chatting chatting about? I wanted to cover off Tigers Raiders mm. um, because I love my Tigers. I've I've been a big fan of them. Um, since they put the Broncos to the sword last yeah. year. Yeah, that'll do me. I think me. the work that they've done through that'll this do year me. <laughs> in nurturing their coaching staff and really setting themselves up for future success uh, <sighs> has just been brilliant the way that they've gone about it. But this game had everything. It had it had two grubbers into the into the post for a couple of tries. It had one team going out to an 18-point lead. It had that team then not touching the ball for seven sets. They didn't touch the fucking football. It's nuts, isn't it? It was It was like eight minutes. And everyone was like, oh, well, the Raiders should be able to close this game out. Well, how can you if you don't hang on have the fucking ball? So yeah. the Tigers come back and score 18 points, uh, then kick a field goal, then the Raiders get the penalty to go up 20 points to eight, uh, 20 points to 19. Yeah, and then um, pe- penal- penalty every day of the week and yes. twice on Sundays. Yes. Um, you can't and, touch the kicker. Okay, and then. <laughs> What the fuck were the Tigers doing? They were there to kick the goal <laughs> to the, the field goal. I don't know. What the fuck? The last 20 I seconds, they pass, pass, pass. Kick the field goal, you dumb fucks. Oh, take the tackle. You stick, you're on the four. Yeah, that's right. Or just, what is going on? Luke Brooks, get behind the ruck, get the ball out to you, kick the field. Honestly, no wonder they're fucking shit. And John John Bateman is the whitest person I've ever seen. He's almost translucent. <laughs> you can see he sticks out like dog's balls. <laughs> he makes Corey Horsburgh look tanned. <laughs> Did you see? I actually, I'm going to say it. I'm actually going to say this. I have not seen Luke Brooks play a better game of football than that game on Saturday night mm-hmm. for the last 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, the way he was running, the way he was taking the taking the line on, um, he controlled it up until that last set. 
Yeah. Um, where the the wheels just totally fell off, and they got the piggyback penalty as well. Yeah. yeah. So they they were they were starting their set from forty five out, and they still didn't get themselves into field goal position. But if the if the if the rate so so for those that missed it, Ricky Ricky had a blow up um, <laughs> at the end of the game, which I want to talk about. Mm. Um, so he's had a blow up. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Ricky's blow up? If they lose that game, <laughs> they lost that game. <laughs> uh, I would have loved to have seen it. I would have loved, but. So uh, the Raiders would have been reaching into their pockets. Ricky, Ricky would have done the look over to the side at Don and gone, are we good? And Don would have gone, yeah, you covered? Yeah. yeah. And then Ricky's just would have unloaded. And he would have said something about the Muppets too. Uh, well, he did. He said Muppets yeah. anyway. Lot, yeah, lots of times. Yeah, he so said he, Muppets he had, anyway. He had been rehearsing for sure. He was just waiting oh. for somebody to go. Uh, so Jordan Croker. Oh, he was off. He was off. <laughs> he made. He did make a very good point though. When oh well, you know, um, did you regret that decision? And he's like, well, what? We were up eighteen nil. Mm. And he said, "Oh yeah, but then the the team came back to eighteen all. It's like, do you think Jared Croker's going to stop that? Mm, yeah, like he's a center. and that's kind of what I said last week. He, Jared Croker wasn't going to be the reason, probably, that you won or lost a game. Um, and I didn't have a problem with it last week. I still didn't have a problem with it Saturday, on Saturday night. And if the Raiders had have lost that game, I still wouldn't have had a problem with it." But, geez, it would have been fun to watch Ricky just blow an, an absolute fucking gasket in in that press conference had they lost. That would have been highlight of the weekend. So why is it ga- gasket but we say casket? Anyway, yeah, he um- – <laughs> Everyone fucked that up. No, no, it's, yeah, gasket. But we say, you know, yeah. you, you bury somebody in the casket. But anyway, um, yeah – it uh, that yeah, but the gasket's in a car. Your head yeah. gasket. Yeah, yeah, not uh, a casket. Well, it's the same spelling. It's just a C and a G different. Fucking English. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> where were we? Ricky's blow up. Yeah, look, Ricky's the, the, blow up. You know, the 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 more we, the more I thought about it. At first, I couldn't believe that they were, you know, not playing him. It's it's just it's just a game. It's just a game for the club, but it's not. It, it you know, I, I can I can see why Ricky Ricky kept him off for the three hundredth game because, you know, Jack Croker. He's uh, uh he's just a knockabout fella. Um, he represents Canberra. You know, I can see I can see the three hundred. And I hope. Oh, what happens if they lose? What happens if they lose? And on his three hundredth, Croker. Well, I don't think it matters. I don't think Ricky cares. So Ricky Cro- just wants. Sure. Ricky wants a hundred thousand Raiders supporters there for Jared. Uh, population of Canberra is how many? More than a hundred. Not a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more than a hundred. So what about those poor pricks who had gone to the game, who had gone, you know what, 
Three weeks out, that's going to be uh, Croker's 300th game at Campbelltown. Bought the ticket to watch Croker on his 300th. Like, but oh, that's why oh, Ricky no. said it last week. Like, look, sorry, guys. Uh, so am I getting a free ticket to the next game in Canberra? No. Sorry, you've got to you've got to sit with Robbie Farah on you on the hill with his cans. <laughs> what is I know. Say gold. Anyhow, <clears throat> next game. Next game, Storm. Cowboys, well, Cowboys Storm up at uh, up in Townsville. So, are the score okay? Okay. So, does that it was forty five to twenty? Does that mean the Cowboys are back? No, no, fuck no, no, no. They were good. the The Cowboys were good because they. Didn't the Cowboys have have a win? Yeah, the uh, a few weeks ago where they put forty on them. They smashed the Roosters, yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it does not mean <laughs> that the Cowboys. I, I I'm still not convinced that the Cowboys know who they are as a as a football team. Mm. Yeah, I tell you who was good though uh, was Nanai or Nanai Nanai. So he's back. He's back, and he he was great. But they they yeah. they cut the storm, and they they smashed them. There's eight tries to three, eight yeah. tries to three against the storm. Um, I, I can't I can't see I can't see I can't see I, I can't see the Cowboys making the eight. And I can't see the storm. I can't see the storm making the top four. Um, it, it was an exciting game. Uh, Nanai was on fire, but I don't know, man. I, I can't see. I, I can't see either of those teams. You know, put, putting a charge to the finals. Um, Chad Townsend's a bit was a, a little. Uh, I wouldn't say soft, but he was quiet. Remember last year when Chad Townsend was the buy the buy the season? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, how long's that contract? <laughs> I think three years. Three um, years. But Tamalolo comes back maybe next week uh, or, yeah. or or this this week. So I don't know. I, I I don't know. They, w- 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 where are the Cowboys sitting there, like 14th, 15th, something like that? They're 14th. They're 6 and 8. Um, Dolphins and Warriors are 7 and 6. Um, so they're only they're only one point uh, behind uh, – sorry, one win behind the Warriors and Dolphins. See, see the, um, the, the ladder is really – so you've got, you've got Canberra. They've won eight wins. We, They've won eight games. Are yeah, we doing this again? Yeah, I'm going to fucking blow up again. The Broncos have won 10. Panthers have won eight. And Panthers are in front of us. Raiders have won eight. They've won more games than the Sharks and the Storm, and they are in front of them. Plus, 
And uh, plus the Raiders have actually beaten Broncos and Panthers. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I fucking hate it. I really hate but it. But you, well, so which bit? The whole thing. That there are buys? Because that's unavoidable. Well, yeah, obviously. Because the, because there are an odd number of buys? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Why are we getting two points for or the the... Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, let's roll on. It it you know it just shits me to tears. The Broncos. I know it are, does. The Broncos are sitting second. We got two more wins than the Panthers. Wow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an ego thing. Now, worst trip home. Worst trip home. Storm again. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So I just looked up. Bellamy was losing it. I just looked up. There's one flight. There's one flight yeah. back yeah. direct from Townsville to Melbourne and it's 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 at a stupid time at night time, which they're not getting. So you it's a two flight trip, unless they're stopping where I don't even know who they're playing this weekend, but um but Be- Bellamy Imagine, so Bellamy made his decision two weeks ago that he's going to go around again. He must just think after that performance on the weekend, what the fuck have I done that for? I would think so. I, so I, well, so the Storm are playing the Sharks at home. Yeah, so we're just heading back straight back to Melbourne. So that would be the that would be a shit trip home because they didn't. Not only did they get beat, mm. but they got they they were beaten on effort. They were beaten on effort. Um, they were just blown off the park. Mm. They missed tackles. They didn't complete sets. Um, they made uncharacteristic errors. Uh, they just didn't play well at all. And they got touched up by a pretty ordinary, not on the weekends, but through the course of the year, yeah. a pretty ordinary Cowboys team. Do, do you, is it an origin hangover? Because they played Wednesday and then it's Sunday. You know, that's uh, – I have heard if you play Wednesday night and then play Friday night, it's not that bad. But playing Saturday and Sunday is, is harder in the body. Um. Well, who'd they have out? Munster. Munster, Harry Grant. And Harry Grant. It's true. Christian Welsh didn't play. Ooh, not this one. Ooh, ca- 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 Cowboys Cowboys were, were missing. Chulagi. Uh, Taulagi ta- ta- came back in. Um, Dearden was off with the squad. Uh, Val Holmes, yep. Ruben Cotter, but I think Ruben Cotter was injured. Oh no, Ruben Cotter played. Yeah, yeah, Ruben Cotter played. So I don't think it's that. I just, I just think, and and that's why I think Bellamy, like, not that he's the type of bloke that would actually ever look for an excuse, but I think he looks at that game and just goes, "We just didn't compete." Yeah, it didn't turn up for eighty minutes. Mm. Didn't turn up. So. Yeah. Yeah, they so that's they haven't been great this year. They haven't they haven't been great. And just going back to it, you say that they're not going to they 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 won't make the the top eight. 
No, no. Who, um, Cowboys? Uh, sorry, the, the Storm won't make the top four. Four, yeah. They're, they're still just on the edge of the top four. Like, but I eight, still think they're a chance of potentially making it. Well, hold on. Which table are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving had, on. They haven't had seven wins. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we are going to do a tiny bit of origin talk, but yeah. we're going to do it in the context of yeah, of, of the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of. So a few big injuries from the weekend that are going to impact both teams. Oh, geez, really? Uh, I, didn't, I did not hear about they, any uh, said injuries. <laughs> uh, which... So Jairo G- Syndesmosis, yes. Cam Murray. Uh, groin yes. and Nathan Cleary hamstring. So Cleary's oh. gone for six weeks. Jairo, they're saying probably six weeks. Cam Murray, not too sure, but definitely out this week. And then they'll see how that goes. So, so hang on, Cleary. From the Broncos. Cleary, is that both Origin games, two and three? Origin two gone, probably three as well gone, probably. Yeah, um, that's a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. Uh, but the talk has been who's going to replace who's going to replace Nathan Cleary. It's a shame. <laughs> who's going to replace Nathan Cleary? Mm. And Adam Reynolds' name has been floated. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. Why? I want him to play for the Broncos. <laughs> Fuck New South Wales. No offense to the two. People who listen to it get from New South Wales. Fuck New South Wales, man. But no, I want him I want him fresh for I'd love to see him. I would love to see it. Yeah, I know. I'd Me- love to see it. And you know what? I'd love to see him do well. Okay, so if you're picking seven if, if you're picking Renault at seven, which Daddy Walker. Yeah. Cookie at at No. Really? No. no. Happy. Uh, I'd probably bring Cook into the 17. Mm. So, what are you playing, Hines? I'm left, not. Left, right, out. Fucking geez. Left, right, out. Okay. So, okay. Let, let's just – can I just say New South Wales don't get origin? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to say um, Nico Hines gra- – grab a coffee, guys. Grab a beer. Nico Hines – Playing as a 14th player only makes sense if he plays a role like a Cooper Cronk role or a role that he played in Melbourne Storm. Doesn't make sense for for him to come in as a replacement for an injury. This is state of origin. If they're gonna do if if they're gonna have Nico Hines in there, he's either got to play one of two roles. One as a second dummy half. Went to give Epicarousel a break, right? Or two, Epicarousel comes off for a break. Somebody else jumps in, like Cameron Murray jumps in as a, a as dummy half, and Nico Hines roams because we, it doesn't make sense. They picked him, and then they only brought him in because Tommy Turbo had had been had, had been uh, HIA. And no, 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 no. No, no, as Gus Gould would say. 
It doesn't make sense. Why? No, it doesn't. And I and I hate New South Wales like every true true blooded Queenslander, but we would never do that shit. We we would never have done that to Cooper Cronk when when during Lockie Thurston era. Cooper Cronk had a role. Cooper Cronk came on to do a role. Uh, the same with DCE. Ah, just oh. anyway. When I saw it, I thought, "Oh shit!" That's because they even came out and said Nico Hines is going to play a dummy half role. I'm like, "Yeah, sweet. That's that's good for New South Wales." But they did play twelve on. minutes. Twelve minutes. He played. He played. But out of position. Not, out so of position. This, but this this isn't the first time though that that Fitler's. Um, Fitless substitutions or interchanges have been called into question, especially game one. Um, it's not the first time. Game it's one. Been, well, it happened last year. Yeah, game one it happened last year. Yeah, yeah. Fucking dumbasses. But uh, uh, do, do you think? Do you think Reynolds is act- so? There were there were actually quite a few comments on on our page saying, "Oh, well, I thought that he retired from rep footy and whatever." I don't. I don't think he's actually ever retired. I think he'd pretty much just given no, no. any Re- hope. Renault came that, out and that, said that he would would. Renault came out today and said if he got if if he was picked, he you know he'd be over the moon. He'd be yeah. over the moon. I wouldn't be, but uh, I mean I, I'd be more as a Queenslander. I would be more worried about that combination of Walker, uh, Cook, and Latrell Mitchell. And Reno. That's what I, I'm going to say. This though, I, I'm going to say this. I think the combination piece is overblown. Oh, it's, it's not just a combination. It's just the fact that they, they know each other's plays. You know that. I, I I understand that because I look at the Penrith team, and they had however many they had, and I I keep saying I think the the thing that New South Wales are, are doing wrong is they're not picking more Penrith Panthers. No, no, no. Players. Okay, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Um, I'll tell I'll tell you why that Penrith combination doesn't work in Origin. It's because Queensland, and if you want to beat Penrith, just like we beat them in the first game, you need to rush them. You need to get. You need to starve them of of. You need to rush Isaiah Yo in particular. You know he's such. I said it before, but he's such a key part of that backline. You need to rush and give him zero time. You give him zero time, and he he cannot feed it off to Cleary. Cannot feed it off to Luai. You rush him and you, you and you tackle him and you make you make him make a, a silly mistake or you know you rush his his pass. You you have a fast mobile rushing. Defense, and that that's that's what Queensland did. We were offside so many times. If you actually go back and watch, we're fucking offside all day, every day, because that is how you beat Penrith, and that's how you beat New South Wales. You rush them. Oh shit! I hope fucking Freddie's not listening to this. You you rush it. You rush them, and you you give you give them zero time. You give them zero time, and they and that is exactly what Queensland did. Boom. Microphone drop. See you later, guys. Thanks very much. I'm out. Awesome. Can we we're so we're moving on from Origin? Nah. But I tell you what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh the other big ones, Kirk Capewell. So we need to do it. 
Does Kirk Capewell come in for either Gilbert or Arrow? So another Broncos player. Oh, different positions. Does he? Yeah, but I mean, he's there, thereabouts. Um, he did get dropped. You've got Nanai. You've got Christian Welsh. Christian Welsh, definitely. Uh, I don't. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Capewell's getting back into the team. No, I, I. I genuinely don't. I don't think. I don't think any of the injuries. I think the only impact might be Reynolds. I don't think they'll go with Reynolds. Um, I think they'll pick. <laughs> I mean, the people have thrown it up that we could possibly have seven out for Origin. Stags no. included. No. Who, who Stags coming in for? Okay. The only reason that Stags would come in would, one, because uh, Tommy Turbo won't play a game before Origin. And do they do they pick him? Nah. And there is talk that. But they're Le- not going to pick Stags. Well, there's talk that Latrell Mitchell won't have a game before Origin either. That means he's off. He hasn't played a game for four weeks. Played then it. Matt Burton and Stephen Crichton play in the centers. Yeah, Burton, yeah, true. But, I mean. Anyway. Fuck New South Wales. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> seven more shit. people just to. Seven more people just press stop. Uh, so, <laughs> I want to well, let's talk quickly about Broncos HQ. Yes, a uh, couple of couple of uh, nuggets during the week. Um, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the rooster, uh, the Roosters player Fletcher Baker, and the Broncos rumored to have signed him. He's now officially signed with the Broncos for two years, starting Woo-hoo! next year. Um, let's see how how good a buy that actually is. Um, looking forward to it. Should now, we rush the, him into next... Origin or is he a little bit off <laughs> yeah. Origin or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come straight in. And we Broncos crack 40,000 members uh, for the first time in the club's history. So yeah, last wow. year, 36,800 in 2022. That was the highest mark. So 10% increase on last year to 40,000. Uh, and the Broncos... So just to – well, the Broncos are also on track to be the first of any club in the NRL or AFL to reach 1.5 million social media followers by the end of June. So um, just a couple more than what we've got. Yeah. Um, we're obviously couple, yeah. hot on their – hot, hot on their tails. Um, obviously. So, Yeah. Broncos hit a couple of milestones. Well, hit one milestone during the week and going to hit another one yeah, the C- by the end of June. The CEO, Donahue, came out and said that they're chasing 50,000 50, members yeah. this year. Yeah. Which, look, I mean, we're halfway through the year. There's no reason they can't get close to it, 45, especially when we start. If, we, if we're if we in the top four, we start getting a final – who knows? They they threw up a, a membership of four game pass or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're I mean, we're always up for some free merch and uh, some sponsorship. So, tell you what, this power's still not power's still not come through. Well, funny you should mention powers because <clears throat> I'm drinking a powers ultra smooth beer <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Uh, so that was Broncos HQ. Just a couple of couple of bits of news. Um, couple of other things that we wanted to touch on. Now I don't know if you saw an NRL three sixty tonight. Okay, I uh, I watched but, the first ten fifteen minutes, but yeah, um, 
Buzz was giving me a headache. <laughs> well, Brent Reed was giving Buzz a headache. Uh, now, it was a good watch. It was a fun watch just from the point of view. And it kind of <laughs> carried on from last week uh, when Reedy and uh, Buzz were going at it, talking about Jason Rolls, rookie head coach, rookie coach, not a rookie coach, he's a coach, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, Brent Reed tonight threw out there that Jason Riles could 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 and should coach the New South Wales Origin team. What? Uh, Buzz Buzz almost had a fit. What in what New South Wales Origin team? team? <laughs> yes. So when they move on from Freddie Fittler, uh, Riles uh, oh. Riles Reedy was like, "Well, what about Jason Riles? He's not doing anything." Oh. And he's like, "But he's he's a rookie coach." And Brent Reed's going. Billy Slater had never coached before. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, this I mean, that's true. So, I it's a it's a tough watch, right? But there's little nuggets in it like that when 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 you're just thinking, am I going to see a death live on TV <laughs> because Buzz is about to okay. kill over? La- Did you see and last week Brent Reeves were going on about Jason Rolls? Well, he's not a rookie coach. Well, he is a rookie yes, coach. That's what I just said. Yes. Well, no, he, he's not because he, he's a rookie NRL Paul coach. Paul feels foaming at the mouth. Even Brayton S is like, no, no, no. He, Well, he's a rookie coach. Well, he's an NRL rookie coach, but he, he's coached before. Oh, well, oh. <laughs> oh, everybody is just arguing. Uh, tells us this is like laughing <laughs> in the background. Oh, 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 oh. Brent Reid. Oh, fuck. That was funny. So that that was my that was my bit of enjoyment for a Monday night. Just that thing is uh, Buzz Buzz uh, Rothfield. He's only forty three. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a tough, he's tough had a, life. Well, Paul Lederfield. Tough life. He's had a tough <laughs> life. Paul Tough life. <laughs> oh. Ain't now. You you may get nervous here. Oh God! Do I have to get the, <laughs> um, the legal team in? I <laughs> uh, I want to talk more about Shane Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Um, now we brought it up, or I brought it up a couple of weeks ago, and I asked and I asked the question. At the time, didn't really think it was going to happen. Um, because everyone thought that Jason Rolls was about to take the job. Uh, with the Dragons, and he obviously turned the Dragons down. And I mentioned this during the week. There wasn't a whole lot of noise about this because people were like, oh, well, how shitty do you reckon the Dragons are? And I'm like, how fucking shitty must the Roosters be? Mm. The Roosters told him to leave thinking he was going to take one of 17 head coaching jobs, uh, and he didn't even take one of the 17 head coaching jobs, but he's left the Roosters and now he's gone back to the storm yeah. to not even be a coach there, but be head of pathways or something. Anyway, this story is not about Jason Riles. So Riles didn't take the job. Shane Flanagan now is apparently in the crosshairs of the board at the Dragons. They've been, they they want to have a conversation with him um, and see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Now, a few weeks ago, I asked the question of um, are we okay with Shane Flanagan getting another head coaching gig? And it was just a question that I threw up there asking you to get your opinion. You didn't really have a view either way and kind of moved on. Mm. 
So I've done some reading during the week Uh because I remember the time, but I couldn't remember a whole lot of the detail around it. And I'm not convinced. I love Shane Flanagan in the booth, in the in the commentary box, I think is the best analyst that's on TV from a commentary point of view. Um, I'm not convinced if I was the chairman or the CEO of an NRL club that I would have Flanagan as my NRL head coach. And I know that people make mistakes and I know that people should get opportunities. I, I understand all that. Mm-hmm. Shane Flanagan was suspended for the whole of the 2014 season. Yeah. He was suspended yeah. for his involvement in the peptide saga at the Sharks. Uh-huh. Allegedly. Um, that he didn't look – no, he oh. straight up was. He, well, he was not allegedly suspended. He was absolutely suspended for the whole of the 2014 season. In 2018, the Sharks, the NRL auditors went in, they weren't comfortable with, they were doing their normal audits and whatever. And then it's become clear that whilst Flanagan was suspended in the 2014 season, he was all over and wholly and solely responsible, basically, for recruitment and salary cap at the drag at the at the sharks so he's been suspended for overseeing one of the greatest uh scandals in recent nrl history mm-hmm. um he thought that little of the suspension in the NRL at the time <laughs> that he basically went, well, you can get fucked. And he still ran the salary cap and recruitment drives for the Sharks through that 2014 season. And he was then suspended indefinitely by the NRL. The NRL back a couple of years ago said, well, you can't be a head coach yet. You can join a club, you joined a club. And now they've lifted his head coaching ban from him so he can actually be a head coach of a team. I'm not picking him to be my head coach. Um, and, I, and I don't know – and I think that's the wrong move. So do you, do you pick him but as a – I don't a, think a, you a, can move on. Can you pick him as an assistant coach and have a puppet, have a little, little uh, puppet? I don't know. I don't because he's kind of doing that. Well, he's doing that at Manly at the moment, mm. right? Yeah. Um, I just don't think. And as I'm saying it, I I I think it's the wrong call. Like you just, you 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 have to give him the opportunity. But if I'm the Dragons and the stench that's been with that club for so long, is going after Shane Flanagan the right move? They've already got a divided board. They're a merger club. St. George hates Illawarra. Illawarra hates St. George. Um, they've got a their marquee player that's probably on their way out. They need to do something and get uh, someone with a personality like a Shane Flanagan. Okay. So, all right. Put, okay. If you are 
let's say you're the deciding vote and you get to choose who's going to be the coach. Who are you choosing out, yep. out of everybody that's available? Desi Hasler's there. Desi Hasler's available. Who, who are you choosing? Uh, I don't know. I probably. This is a podcast where people listen to your your advice. I do. I know. <laughs> I, he, probably Hasler. I. Got, and I've, I've said D, it. I'm going to say it again. You got Dean Young, um, and I don't think I don't think it's a rookie. I think I think they dodged a bullet by not going with Riles. I, I I genuinely believe that they dodged a bullet there. Um, I I wouldn't. I don't think I could put pen to paper on a contract for Shane Flanagan, and I think I would immediately regret it. And there's just the part of me that's niggling away that's going, I don't think this is the right thing to do. I don't think we should do it. I don't think we should do it. But from a football point of view, it absolutely makes the most sense. Mm. Okay. Like they're two pretty big scandals. He was he was rubbed out for 12 months and then received an indefinite ban for his conduct while he was rubbed out for 12 months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this isn't 20 years ago. Mm. We're not 10 years removed from the peptide scandal. Mm -hmm. And he was rubbed out indefinitely in 2018. Well, word word on the street is Dean Young is in the position to take that that head coaching position. But again, yeah, as you said, um, you've got two boards who don't agree. So whoever's walking into that is walking into a viper's nest. Which is why I don't think it's a rookie head coach. But then, I mean, a guy like Des Hasler, who has to have total control of the club, because that's why he got sacked from Manly or left Manly or whatever, right? Because he just he he couldn't control everything. A guy like that needs to control everything. A guy like Wayne Bennett. Craig Bellamy would have to control everything, right? Bring Shane, bring a Shane Richardson in. Well, bring actually, Shane, Richi- Shane Richardson, Richardson in to, to run the club and bring a coach in. He's too busy, mate. Do you know what he's doing? He's trying to get. What's he doing? He's trying to get Easts as the 18th uh, team. Uh, yeah, East yeah. Tigers. Yeah, oh, baby. Sort out your. Let's go, my son. My son. Sort out your uh, buy issue. My son's junior team. East, baby. I'm on. I'm on board. <laughs> Firehawks. You've got another team that you can support. Tigers. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I I would support East Tigers over the Bro- – no, no. We might have two podcasts going. There you go. We just lost the last seven we, listeners we've got. We might have two podcasts going. <laughs> Easts unfiltered. Oh, no, it can't be Easts. Firehawks unfiltered. Uh so I don't know who who the coach should be. Mm. I think I, I don't think it should be Flanagan, but I think I'd regret it. Bring up Mary. I think it needs to be an experienced coach. Who? Mary Mary? Mary Mary McGregor. Mary McGregor. Yeah. What the fuck's he doing now? Like what is he actually doing? Cutting his millions. No, who knows? I don't uh, know. 
He'd be in and around NRL coaching for sure. Probably. Um, well, look. So that's my – that was my uh, Shane gets nervous we're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's all right. So it wasn't too controversial. Me or Shane Flanagan. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. What else have we got? Not much, mate. Mailbag. 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 So not really anything. Well, there, there kind of is something. So you you put up on, on their page. It was my birthday during the week. I did celebrate my birthday. Origin so Wednesday. Thank you to those. Origin Wednesday. So I had a great day, breakfast with the girls, played a little bit of golf, picked the girls up, spent a nice afternoon with them. And then rolled straight into straight into the origin. And but, my girls, you uh, referring I, I, to your children? I am my 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 two girls. Okay. So my two kids. So we, I was chatting. I was texting you during the day. You wish me happy birthday and whatever. And I I sent the message to you saying that mum mum always tells the story. So the people's mum always tells the story that I was born. Uh, on uh, it wasn't state of origin back then. It was actually pre-origin. It was back in the days Queensland versus New South Wales, where wherever the players were. Uh, and I was born on the night that the game was on. Well, the game was actually on the thirtieth of May, back when I was born, and I was born in the early morning of the thirty-first May. But Mum got the shits because Dad was. Uh, was he'd already had a couple of kids, so he's wandering around the the corridors trying to find out what the score is with mum in labour. And then she also tells the story that the doctor was late because he too was watching the game. Anyway, so I'm relaying all this to you. Mm. And sure enough, I get a text message from mum. Yep. To wish to wish me a happy birthday. Mm. I'm going to read it now. So this is our mailbag for for the week. So happy, happy birthday. Have a great day. See you soon. I remember the day so well. The doctor was running late because he'd been watching the footy. I ticked him off for that. Lots of love, Chris. Mum. Every year I get the same message about (laughs) State of Origin. (laughs) And and missing the game, or or dad not turning up for, to the game. Dad was filthy because he'd probably been on the cans all afternoon in preparation to go to the game, and he ended up having to go to the hospital. Yeah. So, so that's my that's my origin story. Yeah, that's awesome. And there's mum checking in on the show. Yeah. So rainy. Well, we we miss it. Now, uh, if you if you want to help support the show. And get rid of your mum's one star Google uh, one star uh, uh, review. Make sure you jump onto iTunes and give us a five star just to give Chris's mum the old "How are you going?" We'd love a five star review, and of course, tell your mates, tell your mates about uh, what we're doing, who we are, what what's going on. Who Broncos Unfiltered is, uh, and you might win a fantastic high five, a warm handshake. That's all we've got. We've got nothing to give. <laughs> maybe not until the sponsors start kicking. Maybe in. a Powers Ultra Smooth Beer. Maybe. Maybe. 
Maybe. And of course, if, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do. Make, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. And uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, mate, we out. We done. That's it. Let's go. Rock and roll. See you guys. Right. Laters.